Hey guys, this is Gabe with Church and State. If you have been thinking about doing your own podcast and are interested in starting a podcast, we want to recommend Anchor. Here's why we use it. A couple of reasons. Number one, it is free, 100%, no cost. And they have creation tools that allow you to create podcasts even from your phone. Then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on big guys like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. So start making money with your podcast today. They've got everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Church and State, we'll be covering Second Amendment Sanctuary States. And Caitlin, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, may be the next governor of California. Plus, the postman always rings twice. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug into the pew and plug into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. And welcome, everyone who is joining us on Facebook. Just want to encourage you right now, those of you who are live, check us out. Um, go ahead and search us on Anchor. Uh, it's spelled A-N-C-H-O-R, I believe. And either check us out on Spotify or Apple uh, podcasts. iTunes as well, right? Yeah, yeah, iTunes. Look for us. The Church and State logo is very, very easy to find. Subscribe. Get involved. Uh, share, share, and Listen, a lot of, a lot of people on AM radio are asking us, you know, how do I tell my, my loved one about, uh, your show? How do I get them involved? Um, you can find us on Facebook, Caleb. We've been on Facebook for a long time, but we're now moving to Rumble, uh, thanks to the new American. But, but, uh, behind me, you'll see on the screen this little, Church and State podcast logo. You can find us. Look for this logo. Subscribe. Get involved. Tell others. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, for sure, uh, we're seeing an uptake in Facebook. Now, remember, uh, Facebook does have the ability to censor us, and they have in the past. Uh, but we're also on YouTube. Gabe just said Rumble, or I mean, go to thenewamerican.com and look for Church and State yeah, because we are up do. there. Uh, yeah. yeah, that, in fact, that's probably the easiest way for, uh, for your loved ones. If you've heard our show, you know, 1030 in the morning and you're like, Oh, I, I want to listen to that again. Just go to the newamerican.com. It's on there. So real quick, Gabe, stopping the deep state's war on America. Yes, we've got Alex Newman coming to Coeur d'Alene. This is yeah, on we're running Wednesday. out of time to get tickets. Yeah, so yeah, please you, contact. Oh, I've been selling tickets like crazy, Good. man. So what is the capacity? How many people can we fit in there? We can fit uh, a lot. We can, I mean, we, we 600, 700 people. So for sure. We've got to get this thing moving. Buy your tickets. Contact me. Uh, it's Wednesday, May 5th, 7 p.m. Cinco de Pinco. Cinco de Pinco. Absolutely. Cinco de Mayo. 7 p.m. Doors are opening at 6.15. This is at the Coeur d'Alene Resort and Convention Center. Remember, May 5th, you have got to come out there and check this thing out. All right. Gabe, moving into the stories here. I love this. Uh, we're going to start with a little bit of humor like we love to do. But uh, Hasbro releases new version of Clue where Mrs. White is always guilty. <laughs> The racist edition. Well, they say anti-racist. The anti-racist but, edition, but yes. But it, it truly is racist. But, you know, it, I mean, uh, obviously this is... is it's a, a complete joke. It is, but there's a lot of truth behind this, and this is what I love about the Babylon Bee, right, is that, you know, you t- typically... You know, Clue's a great game. I love playing this with my kids, right? Didn't they eliminate... Okay, so... Yes, this they, is what I was about okay, to bring up. Okay, the reality up. is we just played Clue at your house with a few friends... 
And Mrs. White doesn't even exist. They took out they Mrs. Took White. Out. Yes, she is now Dr. Orchid, uh, who is an uh, Asian, Asian uh, woman. Lady. Uh, which is so funny to me We're because. We're fine with. Well, but, but. But they didn't need to eliminate Miss White. <laughs> well, the thing about woke politics, it just doesn't make sense. So you're going to remove somebody. And the person you decide to remove. Is white. Is, is not and just her name white. Is white. But she's the maid. <laughs> so she's actually a servant. Oh my gosh. So it, it, it's counterintuitive what you're trying to do with your woke politics. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hilarious how they word this. The game will be paid, played traditionally with, you know, we have the multiple characters and the weapons in the rooms and everything like this. But the twist will come at the end with a powerful anti-racist, racist speech read by each of the players from the game booklet after which a deep discussion will ensue about why whiteness is the real enemy and oh Mrs. White goes to jail. <laughs> She's the murderer every time. Every time. It never changes? Nope. So, okay. So there that you makes, go. That's fair. All right. Exactly. God, in, in today's world, it is. God help us. Yeah. All right. Hey, this one is really cool, actually, Gabe. Now, uh, you and I have both discussed before how cool it would be to be able to fly. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, we're getting a little bit closer to that. So your superhero power, if you could pick it, like, what would it be? You're really going to out me as a nerd on this one. Okay. I put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, go. <laughs> I would want the ability to generate any type of explosion from my body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds a lot like you, but for other reasons. Of course, yeah. yeah. But, okay, so. And what was yours? I I really think Magneto is almost Magneto's the pretty perfect cool. yeah, character because even though he's bad X-Men, he was good at one point, but he can use his power of magnetism to fly and stop yes. any metallic objects. So. Well, here, hold on a minute. Yeah. To fully nerd out. Yeah. If you could generate explosions, you could generate them and to where you to where would you be could kind rocket. of flying. You could yeah. fly. Yeah. You could constantly. Well, there you go. All right. But anyway, let's get back Isn't into Isn't that this. a result of eating too much like dairy? beans? Yeah, maybe. Dairy. I don't know. Okay. All right. You already have that ability. Man <laughs> flying through city on giant drone. All right. So we got this guy. He's flying through a city. And on he, a and drone. He, and it's not necessarily, it's you like know, when you're thinking about this, it's not like a hoverboard, though. It doesn't look like a hoverboard. Uh, you know, you, Marty McFly, you know, Back to the Future Part 2. No, this thing actually looks a lot more like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah? You would agree with that? I agree. Okay. But he's out there. He's flying through this city. I mean, and it looks incredibly dangerous, Gabe. I don't know if you have had the video here. But they, it's by a company called, um, let's see here. It's a Omni Hoverboards. They're 20 grand. $20,000. Go play that video for our audience because this is incredible what they're able to do uh just flying through the trees over rivers whatever it is it is incredible to watch and gabe i want one. Oh yeah these things are unreal they're they're they have computer uh correction software to where um you start to lean too far in one direction it corrects itself Wow, this is, look at Caleb, he's flying over a pond right now, just for, you know, his own safety if something goes wrong, but he's literally just hanging there over the trees. This is unreal, man. Like, I've, I want to commute to work like that. <laughs> uh, seriously, you flying over the cars, like, just go. What wow. doesn't matter about traffic at all. You imagine, so cool. You imagine if everybody in LA had one of these things. <laughs> Oh my god! Amazing. Well, I think there'd be a lot of accidents though as well. All right, moving on from there, Gabe. Hey, this is awesome. This is awesome for me in particular. This is good news because 
Uh, this is an issue that is you so near and dear to my heart. I tried to do this. I tried to do this in Spokane Valley when I was a city council. It's impossible. It can't be done. No, you, you never. In fact, you'll never get reelected. Well, I didn't get elected, so maybe, maybe there was some truth to that. But we're talking about Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is okay in my book, right? Oh, yeah. Governor ha- Stitt. Yeah, Great they job. have a Second Amendment sanctuary state. Not just a county. Caleb, you tried doing this in the Spokane Valley, and uh, the rest of the council did not support now, you. In all fairness, there were two others that did. Okay. So we had uh, City Councilman Ed Pace and City Councilman Mike Munch that did support this. Yeah. So I will give them that. But that's three. Yes. Uh, and you needed four. You did. Yes. Yeah. So they, they – and you had the majority of, you know, like I would say, conservatives that – on on the council, but I'm not going to name the guys who didn't support you. Anyway, moving on. So Oklahoma, yeah. So um, what I love about this is this is uh, this is actually a Tenth Amendment bill. Okay, so the Tenth Amendment gives the rights to the states. Which all, is your all favorite state. amendment? For no, no, no. The Ninth Amendment oh, is actually okay. my favorite, but it, it, Ninth and Tenth kind of work hand in hand together. But the Tenth Amendment, all power is is back with the states. Okay, so the states have the ability when they see the government acting in any type of tyrannical area, uh, infringing upon our rights, and one of those rights is self protection. Right? right, and so our founding fathers, you know, this right enshrined in the Second Amendment. It's it's to keep government in check. That was really the true intention behind the Second Amendment. But we should only be able to have muskets because that's originally what it was, right? Yeah, it's no, that's ridiculous. But so they're using the Tenth Amendment to say, all right, the government is coming after our Second Amendment rights, and we as a state are standing firm and saying no. They're practicing that that doctrine of the lesser magistrate here, and so hats off to Oklahoma. To uh, this this governor, Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt. Right. Uh, the bill was introduced by Representative Sean Roberts. Yeah, uh, Senate Bill Rep- 631. Yep, known as the Second Amendment Sanctuary State Act. And this was passed just yesterday in Oklahoma. Now, now does this have to go through the adjacent, you know? No, nope, no. Nope, so this, this is, is going to get signed into law. Yep. Yeah, this is Hallelujah. Now law. Yes. Hallelujah. And we need How other cool states to, be to do Oklahoma. that. I, I, I want to move cool? there maybe. You know, right? No, it's, it's a little too fly, a little too windy for me. Um, but Idaho could do this. Montana can do this. Right. Exercising state rights is so cool. Caleb, every time I, I do, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, thanks to you, it's funny in chapel. I did Pledge of Allegiance here at our Christian school. And as I was repeating, uh, one nation under God, divisible a kid turns around and he looks at me and he's like you just said divisible and then i had to explain after chapel what i meant it so i love the fact that we are divisible we do not have to do what the federal government says yeah um you know i'm, I'm reading a fascinating book about abraham lincoln right now and uh, i know this could gonna potentially rub, rub people, people yeah. the wrong way uh but before abraham lincoln we actually had the right, I mean, it was just yeah. common knowledge that any state at any time for any reason could secede from and the Union. And they did. And they, in fact, Thomas Jefferson actually dealt with his own secessionist movement up in the New England states. And they were attempting that there was a New Jersey, there was a few other states that were really pushing this, but they needed a big state to jump on board. Right. And it was New York. All right. They were actually trying to put Burr into the governorship of New York to really push this movement. And you know what killed it? Is when Burr killed Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton dying yes. really shut this it, down. It, Historically, it soured what? the public opinion on it. 
because wow. Alexander Hamilton during this time period, he's one of the last remaining founding fathers. You know, there was a few other, obviously Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, but Hamilton was still around. Hamilton had been very young during the beginning. And then he's shot Chicago and killed Burr. by Burr. And it completely killed the secessionist movement. But Thomas Jefferson never lifted a finger against these states that were trying to secede from the Union because it, was their, it right. was their right. And yeah. Abraham Lincoln took that right and he changed it from from this, the, the states making up this union to where now we have this federal bloated bureaucracy. Wow. It's, just, it's shameful. So I love thank you seeing – the History Channel moment there. Right. Well, thank you know thank it's you. my love language, right? But returning back to the story, Gabe – it, 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 every single state needs, needs to be viewing this, what Oklahoma just did and saying, we need to do that. We True. need to protect our citizens' rights. It is our responsibility is why we were elected. Yeah. Backbones. This, this, the Oklahoma government has a backbone. Amen to Thank that. Thank you. Great state. Amen to that. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I call him Bruce. He's oh, yeah, Bruce. I, yeah, he's Bruce Jenner. Right? He, he, he won. He was one of our – I don't know if you were alive during the Olympics when he won, but dude was wearing short shorts. I'll give him that. But he was still a dude. Yeah. And he was an amazing athlete. Him throwing the javelin, just his athleticism, his vertical – being able, his high jump was amazing. Everything, this guy, I remember being on a, a Wheaties box and thinking, remember his haircut? He had that like kind of parted down the middle long, yeah, long the hair. The Han Solo look almost. Yeah. yeah. He's still Bruce to me. Yes. You can look like this all you want, you're Bruce. But he's running for, he's running for governor and he's running for governor as a Republican. That is, and, that is the thing. Okay. So look, there's so much in this. So let, let's kind of dissect this game. Number one, this, this is one of the problems with the Republican party. And right. conservatism. Yes. It's, it's not Christianity. Like, we're gonna talk difference between conservatism and Christianity right here. Well, and also Americanism. Right. Right? Because we should not be celebrating somebody who has a mental health issue. There's no other way of putting it. No. This, this guy is not saying. A man who thinks he's a woman and then has surgery to chop off his thing. I don't think he did that yet. Okay, well. But still, he's living as a woman. That is a mental health issue. It shouldn't be celebrated. Unfortunately, we live in, in a woke nation where all of this is celebrated. And any, any conservative called view heroic. or, or what did you call it the other day? Not conservatism. Um, I'm lost. I can't remember. I remember I it was a great, you had a great message. Oh, Preservationism. Preser yes. So we, we don't want to just be conservative. We want to preserve. We want to be more preserving. Not just conserving, because because conserving is just for a season, okay? Preserving is for a long time. We we want yes. Christianity preserved. We want states' rights preserved. We want the Second Amendment preserved. If if, if anything, locked. Yeah, and we want traditional values preserved. And so, I don't care if you think, you know what, Caitlyn Jenner has a shot. We could finally have a Republican as governor of California and governor. I mean, California has been lost. Yeah. It's been, I mean, look at it. It's the highest tax state in the nation. All right. It's, uh, homelessness is just running rampant. You got a recall against governor Gavin Newsom because of how terrible of a governor he is. Okay. But the solution isn't to become more worldly. Right. 
The solution is to honor God and traditional values, morality. So true. This is what we desire as Christians, as Americanists, as preservationists. Yeah. I, I, I believe the lesser of two evils yeah. comes in comes into conversation. You and I had this argument with Donald Trump coming. We didn't know whether he'd be good or not. I definitely think um, there's some things about Donald Trump. Even he uh, didn't do well as far as distancing himself away from the gay agenda. He actually preserved it rather than being more preserving of traditional marriage. So even Donald Trump uh, wasn't as excellent as I'd hoped for. But the thing is, this right here is definitely showing the lack of traditional moral values in the GOP. It shows it right here that they're willing to even talk about running this guy over the bow. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, he, he describes himself as a, as basically physically conservative, uh, but socially liberal. Right. So what is that? Why, why do Republicans celebrate somebody who calls themselves socially liberal? This big tent policy, I, I despise it. This is what's wrong with the Republican Party. Stand firm. Do what Oklahoma did. Don't try to appease the left. Don't move further towards the left because we might win that way. Yeah, and it looks out uh, there was an interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, the governor <laughs> actually thinks that he has a strong shot at winning. And uh, he was actually on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel and him hashed out, we're not going to play the audio of it, but I believe Caitlin would win, is basically what he said. That was uh I didn't even say that. That was actually Arnold. No, no, no. I'd I actually was more of your accent right there. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, who cares? Gov- uh, the governor, he, he also said that he's very good friends with Gavin Newsom. So here we go again. It's that middle of the road. Now, now Arnold Schwarzenegger was a terrible Republican as oh, well. Yeah, he did not do a good job. No, <laughs> but... But once again, it was that star power, right? Oh, yeah. This is, this is what we need now nowadays. You know, it's not necessarily everybody, the everybody message. Everybody was clamoring, he'll be the new Ronald Reagan. Yeah, yeah. He was not. No, he was not. And it's it's not the message. It's not standing firm to your values. That's not what's selling anymore. In America, it has to be flashy. Right. right? So we need an actor. We need a transgender activist who has their own reality show. That's what we need in order to win. So really? it, Are you that vapid? Is right. society that vapid, Gabe, that that's all we need? Something shiny, something, ooh. Well, like, winning at all costs doesn't mean you won. No, absolutely, I agree. Winning at any cost does not mean you won. And I don't think, honestly, they'll win. Yeah, uh, you know, interestingly enough, I was just watching that movie Tag. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that, that was funny. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Set in Spokane. Yeah, set in Spokane. But the, the main actor, he was winning at any cost. Right. And he lost his friends over it. Yeah. Right? He had to come back around. Yep. And just play the game again. Yeah. It's not about, I hate saying this. If you don't win the right way, it's still not a win. You got, you can't cheat. You can't cheat. And, and, uh, this, to me, running Caitlin over the bow, not good. So. Well, and they're also, you know, the transgender community, uh, they're typically pretty left, right? Oh, yeah. And they're already coming out and they're saying, we will not support Caitlin Jenner. So. Because, because he supported Trump and because he's a Republican. So yeah, it, I I don't know. I I I will say this though, Gabe, he does have a shot. Right. Well, Arnie thinks so. So 
Get to the chopper. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, Gabe, let's move over to our last story here because this one's interesting. We're going to finish with this and one. You and I have some inside intel. That's the thing. Like you we, and you and we I were, lived this. We were involved kind of. So yeah, let me, let me hit the title. The postman doesn't ring twice or even once. He spies on your Facebook, Twitter and Twitter accounts. So the United States post office who completely is inept at doing what they already are supposed to do, delivering mail, has now been hired to do a program called Internet Covert Operations Program, ICOP. ICOP. Does that not just sound dystopian? Yeah, it sounds disgusting. They have been hired to spy on your social media posts. Okay. And there's proof that they admitted they were spying on Americans watching parlor accounts on January 6th, and they knew what was coming. But the horrific thing is they weren't spying on any type of BLM or Antifa sites. No, none of that. Yes. So for our newer audience, Gabe, uh, let's let them know. You and I worked at the post office. Oh, we That's need to get a picture of our codes, man. Oh, we should put that up. Gotta but, get the, get the picture of our <laughs> but you and I, we worked at the post office. This is how we met. This is how we became friends. We both transferred into uh, the same post office, and I think you said something to me like, uh, you know, we were new, we didn't know anybody really, so we took break together, and you look at me and you say, hey, I'm a Christian, and I love the Constitution, and I was like, well, we're going to get along really well. (laughs) I could not have welcomed myself into his life any better. we have that experience. We've seen how inept the post office is. You want to talk about a bloated bureaucracy? It's in the post office. Huge. They operate in the red every single year they haven't turned a profit in decades and so they're jumping at this opportunity to get in bed with spying on american citizens can you believe that the post office your is spying on you yeah i want to pull up uh this this like you for you to see they they always had the crappiest like computer programs too like everything that they did was was just inept and just herky and so this this screenshot you see here is the united states postal inspection service and it's listing down here an intelligence summary from what is called analysis with the united states postal inspection service uspis so you use piss you use piss (laughs) internet covert operations program they didn't think that out (laughs) or icop monitored significant activity regarding planned protests occurring internationally and domestically during march 20th and 21 so they they have they have this site and it, it says look you look at the top situational awareness bulletin cybercrime and analytics law enforcement sensitive all right and they're scanning your facebook posts yeah they're they're spying on here's the other thing this is taxpayer funded you're paying the post office to spy on you wow it, it blows my mind quite literally that this is occurring here. So here's the here's the thing. The post office is dying. It is being kept afloat simply by funny money. Oh yeah. They're they, printing they, it and they're giving it to them. The, Caleb and I were around when they got the FedEx contract. No, no, no. Or excuse uh, me, Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Yes. Um, Amazon was supposedly going to be what would save us. And what it ended up doing, and anybody who works for the post office hates Amazon because we are, we started out at taking about 25% of Amazon's like packages. I think it's probably from, from what I'm hearing, probably close to like 90% at this point. Oh my gosh. Overwhelmed. Our trucks were overwhelmed at Christmas. The, the, The guys that I still talk to in a post office, they're working super late hours, uh, holidays, Sundays, 
constantly you're seeing this nowadays everybody uh, listening they they see postman out on sundays so, well, why are you, you oh we're delivering amazon yeah so yeah uh and, and bezos is abusing the postal service oh. he's he we we know for a fact that the postal service is not increasing that bottom line yeah so l- let me let me break this down a little bit because this is truly insidious all right so yes the inspectors of the post office are monitoring your social media so now they flag you they flag the individual. They say, this individual is on our watch list. They're a member of the Proud Boys or whatever it is. All right? right. They directly went mem- after the Proud Boys. Member of the John Birch Society maybe, right? Now they tell the individual that delivers your mail, watch what they're getting. Okay? So so re- rewind. They're asking the the daily guy who comes to your door. They could ask the daily guy who comes yeah, to this your door all, to watch what this person's getting. This is all my hypothesis. This is, right. you know, this isn't confirmed, but this is how I'm kind of seeing it play and, out. And we'll kind of prove because we'll tell you stories yes. of when we were with the post office, what they asked us to do and what we refused to do. So it, keep going. Exactly. All right. This so, is a hypothesis. So they, by the way. so they ask the individual, your mail carrier, to check. To watch what your mail is. What you, what magazines are you getting? Are you getting anything from the NRA? Are you reading the New American? Right, whatever it is. As a post office employee, Gabe, we knew our we knew the people on yeah, our route. On a, yeah, we knew. Okay, what kind of mail they got. This individual donates money every single month to Planned right. Parenthood. Yeah, right. We knew that about that individual. Yep. We knew that this person uh, gives to these Christian. You know, exactly. places and, yeah, you see every day what, what this, and you what their know exactly is. what address you, you can't help but know who's on your route. Exactly. You keep that to yourself. That's private information. Yes. You're not allowed to talk about that. Okay. But now you're reporting to the inspector general. To the ICOP. Okay. To then, the then they start asking you, what does their house look like? Right. You know, um, is there dogs in the yard? Uh, you know, there's all sorts of information that the postman can get simply by delivering your mail and being at your house every single day. Now, Gabe, when you and I were working at the post office, this we used to get these letters. Actually, happened. We would have letters that would come across our case from uh, agencies such as child support, basic, you know, uh, where is this person? Their last known residence. The you know, some particular agency would be looking for the last known resident of it a could person because taxes, child people, support, whatever it was. People hop address to address to address, so they're trying to track down. Hey, I need to know where this person is. At because we need to deliver them a subpoena. We need to deliver them child support papers. We need to leave, deliver a summons. We need to deliver IRS material. They would, Caleb and I would get asked on the regular to give critical information on a person's location. And him and I always knew, I don't care how bad the person is or what they're evading. I ain't a narc. That's well, not my job. It wasn't our job. Our job was to deliver the mail. That was what we were been hired to do. We weren't hired to spy on anyone. Yeah. Right? We have to protect our civil liberties. We cannot allow agencies like the post office to spy on everybody for any reason. Yeah. So they would leave an option in there. Um, unknown or you do not know, um, unaware, basically. You'd give the, I would never answer, even if I knew where this person was and where their address had changed to. A lot of people might say, you're, you're helping the situation. That's probably a bad father who's evading, blah, blah, blah. I don't ethically feel that it is my responsibility as a postal service employee to do that. You know who needs to do that? Health and welfare services. That agency, yes. They need to do that. Exactly. They need to go to the door and knock and see if he still lives there. Yes. Now, even like 
civil or leftist libertarians are calling this out that this is a terrible idea to have the post office spying on american citizens they can't even so do the mail right. it's not just conservatives or uh, republicans or americanists that are upset with this idea of the post office spying on us the left doesn't like this idea either so we've got to push back and the only way we know how to be able to push back against something like this is to hurt them in their pocketbook right and they're already dying so it should be pretty easy. Most people aren't using the post office for much of anything. So keep it up, Americans. Let them know. The reason why is because you're spying on me. Yeah, very good. Well, God bless it. Jesus be with us. Amen. Church and State is brought to you in part by Covenant Church. Always remember the tree of liberty is most likely a birch. And with that, Church and State is out. God bless. Hold fast the Lord Jesus Christ. And get to the chopper. If my people, which are called by my name, my favorite movie, shall humble is probably Predator, pray or Commando, and seek my face. Commando, Commando was awesome. Yeah. What about Twins? Then will though? I hear from heaven? That was a good movie too. Yeah. We'll Danny DeVito and him were so funny. It was we'll great together. Their land. Yeah. We hold these truths to be self-evident: that all men are created equal; that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights; that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of